Hello and welcome to UCC 9J.3 FM. My name is AJ Whelan and this is Vinyl and Vibe. And this is a very special Vinyl and Vibe for a number of reasons. I can think of three reasons right now that, I, that makes the show very important. So number one, this is my last show for a long while. I, I'm quite sad to say that, but it's the truth. Next semester, I will be on engineering placement in the ESB from January to August and I, so I won't be able to be here because I'll be working a full-time job basically for eight months which is quite sad. Now I do have plans in the work to do summer shows in that time. I have an idea for because I want to release some music next year so I, I want I have a show to be playing. Uh, I have an idea to do a show where I you know the album launch or whatever launch I do do I will record it and turn it into like a live podcast thing and then release that. That's the show idea I have for a show but as of right now, the show as we know it will not be occurring again until September. I do like having the the hour long. I come in once a week and have an hour to do to do what I want and then go home because that 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 way I have a start a set start time and a set end time, and I have to fit stuff into this. Whether if I go home and I don't have a set time or go for as long as I want, I don't think the show would be as good as it is because if. I just have me doing me on the show for an hour. I just, I just go and I just do it and I'm trying to fit in and it's fast paced and it's fun. But if I don't have a deadline for myself, that's a hard deadline because someone's coming in next after me. So I have to get everything done before this. If there's no hard deadline, then it's just going to be, it's going to be probably too relaxed. Then again, at the same time, I don't know. I do love the show and I love doing it. I do want to do more of it. So I will investigate more and try and, you know, feel stuff out. But as of right now, this show, as, as it is, is ending. Now, you keep an eye on the Spotify. That's Vinyl and Vibes with AJ Whelan on Spotify. It's a podcast. Every podcast to date, with the exception of a few that the recordings failed, uh, are available on, on, a, on, on Spotify. And over Christmas, as a Christmas little treat, I'll be adding them to the other podcasts as well, just so I can spread the word of this show, because I love this show so much. Every, every song I've ever played up today, this is show number 55, but every song I've ever played to date, all over 500 songs across 34 hours of music, has all it's all on the Spotify playlist on on Spotify. Obviously, it's on Spotify playlist. It's called AJ's Jukebox, and you can get it through. Uh, it, the, the account name is Kieran Hurley. If you go to Kieran Hurley and you find that, or look up AJ's Jukebox, or you go to the Spotify podcast and then go into the show descriptions. There should be a link leading to leading you to it. But Anyway, I'm going to move on. The other two reasons why this is very important today is because as of right now, this is the first show in 2023 after Spotify Wrapped has been released. So Spotify Wrapped was released in the last hour and uh, I'm so, I'm happy to be the first guy to, to, to be on the show while it's, it's going out and everyone's currently going to Spotify stuff. Now mine, I did, just to let you know, I did 74,000 minutes listening to music and then I did 30, 13,000 minutes in the podcast. Of music, I was down about I think about fifteen thousand, so I made that up in in, in podcast this year, uh, which is actually quite like the lowest I've had in a while. I think two years ago I was ninety thousand minutes. Just just uh, just music. I only got in this podcast in, in the last while. And then the third reason why this day is so important is because today is the day that marks twenty two years since George Harrison passed away. George Harrison is a he's a legend of mine. He is absolutely my all-time hero. What I'm actually going to do is, I was going to go to Spotify, I ran out of time uh, to set up a vinyl, but what I'm going to do is, 
I'm going to set up a vinyl right now. So, I, what? 20 year, 21 years ago today, there was a concert done for, for George. So, 1971. Apologies, I'm just adjusting on the seat here. It's a bit of a creaky seat. 1971, George Harrison did a benefit, a concert for Bangladesh. It was a precursor to the modern, to the 1985 Band Aid, uh, Live Aid, sorry, Band Aid was a Christmas one. Live Aid, which was a concert for Africa. And, well, this is a bit different. This is this is the original one in seventy one, and then when he died in, in two thousand one, thirty years later, they decided to do a concert for George. So all his friends came together. You had uh, Billy Preston, you had Eric Clapton, you had uh, Joe Welch, you had his son Danny Harrison. He performed. What else did you have? You had uh, Jeff Lynne, Monty Python were there. They came with Tom Hanks actually. They did. They did two songs. They did a uh, "Sit on My Face." Yes, it's that. And uh, they did the Lumberjack song. Who else came? We had Gary Booker. We had Joe Brown. I said that. Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker. Jules Holland and Sam Brown. Who you had. Ringo. Paul McCartney arrived. And they had it. And it was just a, very, it was just, it was just a great concert. And it was great live. And the opening set was done by uh, Ravi Shankar and friends and a few uh, Indian music elites. Like some of the best of the best came to perform at this concert. Just loading on the... The vinyl there, one second, I'm going to try and find the middle. It's very hard from this angle, one second. Okay, it's on, and I want to play... I want to play My Sweet Lord. I've played it before, but I haven't played this version before. So, this is My Sweet Lord, performed by Billy Preston. So the importance of this is because in 1971 he did the concert for Bangladesh. But at that, it was a very funny, very nice moment, where in the beginning, you had the... Uh, Ravi Shankar and co were tuning and how it works is with, with the sitars and all that stuff with the Indian music you go and you don't tune before the set you tune to the audience every audience is different so you tune your sitar you tune all the instruments you're doing to the audience I'm not exactly sure how it works but when they were tuning in 1971 they, so the Americans hadn't a clue and not many people would have a clue in the western culture including Ireland so when they were tuning when they were done tuning, there was a massive round of applause, like, yeah, what a song! And then Ravi Shankar was like, thank you, if you thought the tuning was good, you're going to love the music, which I thought was very clever. So the opening two, three, four songs uh, on this album is Save Sham, Save Sham, and then Your Eyes, which is a sitar solo, and then The Inner Light, which is a George Harrison song that's been, that's been redone, and Jeff Lynne is singing, uh, and we're performing with a guy called Anushka Shankar. Uh, and then the last one is a 23-minute song called an arpan. Now, an arpan is very significant because what an arpan is, it is like I actually asked ChatGPT today to give me a good de- definition, a way of describing it, and it gave this the perfect de- definition. So, what an arpan is is in Indian classical music, the term arpan refers to an offering or dedication. It is often used in the context of musical performance, where the artist dedicates their musical presentation to a deity guru or to the audience. Arpan embodies a sense of devotion and respect and it signifies the musical performance is not just a skillful uh, rendition but also a spiritual or emotional offering. So this Arpan in in particular is dedicated to George and it's not just any Arpan so Arpans are different depending on where you perform them and who you perform them for but this one is specifically for George Harrison. I think it's beautiful but at the very end of the LP it is a three disc LP I believe. A very long two disc, no four disc, because this is a uh, disc number four. This is side seven, 
there's no side A on the on the back side on the on the on side eight there's just a lovely design that you could put on your vinyl and kind of rotate. And it's very nice, but this is side seven. This is Billy Preston and Friends performing My Sweet Lord, which is probably my favourite George Harrison song of all time, but this is a lovely, lovely cover. This is George Harrison's Friends, Billy Preston and Co. performing My Sweet Lord.
Okay, so as you can hear from that the uh, quality that has gone to the dogs, uh, I'm pretty sure if the vinyl is fine, it's the vinyl desk is the problem. Which is a bit of a shame because, you know, the whole show is vinyl and vibe, but the desk needs to be... Then it's, I was talking to Tara outside and uh, it must be the... It's either the weight of the needle or such a whole thing. But like in my, ter- in my tenure here so far, there has yet to be a, a, a needle change, which I... Honestly, I I didn't never thought about changing the needle. I just want to take for granted in here. Like this this needle isn't exactly used often, but obviously it is used a lot over the three years I've been here. So that's a shame. And I was gonna play some more vinyl, but it's now gonna be strictly between Spotify and between CDs, which is grand because you know in the last few months I've, I've adjusted to playing CDs. Uh, in this semester, I've played ten shows. I've I missed the we started a week late here in the radio. And I missed one because of an uh, like assignment demand, and I really should be missing this one because I have a lot of assignments to do. But honestly, I I, I couldn't miss this one for the world. I I genuinely love to, to do coming to the radio so much. It's just every week it's like it's like a little break for me. I go to <laughs> I go to work on the on the weekends for a break from college, and uh, I go to training as well uh, when I do train. I will go to the gym. But coming in here is like a guaranteed on-campus break once a week for one hour. I get to completely reset, and I always feel much better after it as well. I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like it's so it's so different to whatever anything I'm doing in engineering. And when I come back in here, I can just relax and I can go back to what I really, really, really love is music. And uh, on that topic, I'm probably going to play now this next song. So my number back to my Spotify podcast thing. Podcast uh, wrapped. My number one artist was the Beatles. If you, if you listen to the show, you, you, you know that's 100% right. But my number two was actually Paul McCartney. And uh, this song is one I discovered very recently. It's off McCartney 2, the special edition, which just has more songs. So on disc number two, there's, a, there's, there's, an, there's another disc of songs. It has Wonderful Christmas Time. It has uh, a few other ones that aren't of really note, except this one. Actually, there's one coming up live in Glasgow in 1979, which is pretty good. But this one is one I discovered there, and I absolutely love it. I like The reason why it's not an original album, I can imagine, is because the original album is McCartney 2. Paul McCartney writes and produces, doesn't produce, but he writes and records everything. He plays every instrument, and that's what he does, He and he releases it like that. I think he's self-produced as well. But then this song is co-written by a guy called Richard Niles. And Richard Niles doesn't have a big, really big history. He doesn't have a lot of music to his name. Like on Spotify, all he has is uh, an album compilation in 1977, and then this song, and then... Well, that's kind of it. There's, there's one other song in 2015, one al- an album. I believe it's to a movie. Uh, Vo- Laguna Volume 1 Arrival. Music for Wellness and Meditation. So I like the meditation. And I haven't received that much... Uh, hype around it but his number one song was in 1979 1970- 1980s I'm, I'm unsure when they recorded it but it's a song called Blue Sway and I've just I've been obsessed with the last maybe month I've had it ready to go for some uh, some of these shows to play but I'll play a few now this song is called Blue Sway and I absolutely love it and so will you this is Paul McCartney it's from McCartney 2 this is 1980 enjoy
Now, what you think of that? I absolutely love that song. I think it's amazing. Blue Sway by Paul McCartney came out and Richard Niles, which came out in 1980 after McCartney. Mm, actually, that's not true. It didn't, it didn't come off the original album. It was recorded back then, but it came off of the. It came off of a special edition, which came out in doesn't say 2011. Yeah, 2011. It came out in 2011, which is interesting. What's that? 41 years later. I love that song. It's my everything that I've been playing the last few weeks. All the plot of playlists. Uh, there's also I'm not the biggest fan of McCartney too. The songs I love, I absolutely love, but then the songs I I don't like, I I have absolutely no time for it. And, I, and generally with this album, there's nothing in between. But I suppose that's all right, isn't it? That's that's the whole. That's one of the best parts of music. That's one of the best parts of being able to listen to music and have your opinions and stuff. I like, for example, in this album, I love coming up. No, in order, I love coming up. I hate temporary secretary. I do not like it at all. I like on the way. I like waterfalls. I don't like nobody knows. I don't like fun parlor. I don't like some of this wrong. Frozen Jap, I don't like. Boogie music, no interest. Dark room, no interest. One of these days, beautiful, stunning song. So like, it's almost fifty-fifty. But of this, of the one, of the songs I don't like, they're all like really short songs. Well, not short songs, but like they're just. They're more like a collection of sounds. It was the exact same with McCartney One, which came out ten years before that. That was just mainly a collection of songs with some song, with some finished songs with words, but some of them were just words and songs that he wrote. What I wanted to get out there, just just instrumentals. Well, what's actually really nice is that on Pop McCartney website, you can get, uh, you can look up, you can play music from the website. Number one song from the very first album he released after the Beatles was "Lovely Linda" off McCartney One, which is the first song of his first album by himself. Which I thought was a very nice touch to his uh, his wife, which he loves. Sadly, she passed away in the nineties, but uh, he's 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 since married since he's married twice. Uh, he had a he has a daughter and it's the same in twenty thousand in two thousand and two, around the time I was born. He had another daughter with second wife, but then that marriage didn't work out. But anyway, I'm not getting into the I'm not gonna go deep into the Beatles today, even though they have a number one Spotify and uh, artist, but who cares? I'm gonna now do what I normally do on shows where it's my last show of the year. I kinda do like a a wrapped in a way, but not really. I'm not I'm not gonna say rap because it isn't rap. I just I play my favourite songs from Cork artists in the last year. And I'm going to play at least two this time. And number one, I'm going to start off with uh, Kane's Basement. I haven't played these songs yet. I've been saving them for this show, exactly, because I really, really like it. I thought it would be a good, a good show to do a, a little send-off for. So this this song is The Waltz by Kane's Basement. It came out this year. I absolutely love this song. It's one of their best live songs as well. Enjoy. Booze away and lovers They say Thank you. 
that song so much that was Kane's Basin with the song uh, To Walls which came out this year uh, and they're doing I believe they're doing a gig this tonight actually in the Tempest Avenue is that tonight? Might, actually might be on their, their, their Spotify do they have any gigs coming up? is that is it on their Spotify? I don't think so I know, it's, I know some artists have their stuff on their Spotify but not this one I will I know, I know Iris they're doing it with Iris Iris are headlining in Cyprus tonight Actually, that, that's a bit of a segue to the next song. I'm gonna go straight. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go straight into the next song, which is by Iris. I love this song as well. I'm. This is actually one of the best sounding vocal songs I've heard in a long time. The vocals from each of the girls here are so impressively clear that it's it's, it's mesmerized me. It's one of the first things I noticed when the song came on when I first heard it back in the middle of the summer, and I I love it. It's just it's just a brilliant little song. But while uh, the wall's still on my screen, the cover art was done by the same woman who did the single for After Party, which is another song by Kane's Basement. And she's also one of my friends. Her name is Kato Gorman. She's a very talented artist, so shout out to her. She probably isn't listening, but if you are, Kate, shout out to you. Uh, you've a, you have a career in art. But right now she has a career in done. So let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go to, to Iris with their song Bitter. So Iris have two songs out of the one EP. It's, well, it's one single, A and B. I pretty sh- the, the A side, I believe, is Oh Boy. But my f- preferred song is Bitter. 
and it has more streams than Spotify. So maybe it is a song, but I love the song anyway. Iris, a four, a front, a front of four girls, four, four Colleen, and then a lad in the back on drums. That's the whole thing. But this is bitter. I love this song so much. Enjoy. right wasn't it that's one of the best like sounding songs in a way like music production wise it, the production is, is lowly level I don't like over polished music I never did like all the modern day stuff on radio is just it's overdone it's not nice I don't think it's it's good but that's the right amount of polish and the vocals are so clear and so good and all the girls they just sound amazing they're all very good singers it's so unfair that one band can have four just good good just amazing singers and they're all very talented 
actually quite annoying actually I'm not big that's actually put me down in the mood oh well they have a gig tonight with Kane's Basement and The Hole in Cypress Avenue tickets are still available you can get them on Cypress Avenue website and uh, what's actually funny is I went online to check it and the first thing I got was uh, Cormac Donovan O'Neill who is outside right now he, he's uh, on his hello he waved uh, outside he was out, he was advertising the show right before me so that's two hours in a row so if you're not getting your tickets now well you won't be going it's quite simple as no ticket no entry that's normally how the things work anyway so next I'm going to move to the CD player I'm not I'm not able, able to play vinyls anymore just because the vinyl is sounding bad simple as sounding very bad so I'm going to play some CDs and I bought in this song I was really obsessed with it maybe this time last year and I kept meaning to play it but I never did but then I went home and I realised my dad had the CD so it's the album is well the, the band is Tear, Tear for Fears Tears for Fears I never get it right and the album is The Seeds of Love and The Seeds of Love came out in 1989 it's a late 80s song and I really like it because it has, it has a barcode on the back so it's clearly the, it's almost modern era music a uh, little CD. I can't. The album artwork is always. I thought it was always interesting because it it looks completely drawn, but I'm not sure if it is because the front, the two guys in the front are clearly right there and they're in the art, and there's what's around them looks real, but then behind them in the background and in the foreground as well, it's art. Maybe it's a mashup. Maybe it's all done physically. I don't know. I'll have to investigate it. But it's a. It's different. It's what the word I'm going to use is is different. I like it. I do like it. But it's weird. And the song I'm going to play is Women in Chains. It's a bit of a long one, but I think it's worth it. So I, I, I found this song a while ago when Spotify recommended it to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm of the opinion that uh, their song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, is one of the best songs of all time. I think it applies to everyone. It's not like a generic radio love song. It's different. The chords are great. The sound, everyone can sing along and it's fun. And when it's put on, everyone likes it. So when this one came on, I was like, oh, this is different, but I, I like it. It's sad. It kind of gives me the vibes of, uh, you know, the song called Wicked Games by Isaac something. Isaac what? I, Chris Isaac is his name. That song. It gives me that vibe, but it's different. But you know what? I'll let you decide for yourself. This is... Uh, Women in Chains from 1989 Tears for Fears after album The Seed of Love
So what do you think of that? That was Tears for Fears with the song Woman in Chains off the 1989 album The Seeds of Love. I think it's a cool song. The song's about a woman who's trapped in a relationship. Obviously, Woman in Chains. Uh, but the, the guy who wrote it, uh, Roland Orzabal, I can't remember, I can't pronounce his last second name. Roland Orzabal, Ro- Ro- <laughs> Roland Orzabal, he, when he wrote the song, he was reading about how in some cultures around the world, there's no, like, the man isn't on top. It's almost 50-50. And he was, he was thinking that that's pretty cool. And, but like, and then he, I'm thinking about how in his society, in modern day society, you know, in Western culture, main culture, in almost all cultures actually, besides, you know, all major cultures, that, that is, that the man is on top. It's especially obvious in like a Middle Eastern cultures where it's 100% the man is on top. There's some countries where women aren't even allowed to show, show, like their skins other than other than their eyes I'm not going to get into that it's, it's quite political and obviously at, at, in times like this it's, everything in the Middle East is just like political and taking stances I'm not going to talk about any of that right now but it's just the songs about women being in chains if you didn't get that from the name well then something's missing there but a cool fact about the song is that the guy on drums is a little known guy he's from Genesis he did drums on Genesis and, and some singing it's Phil Collins. So they brought Phil Collins in. When the two of them, there's only two guys in Tears for Fears. And when they were writing the song, they were like, you know what? It'd be cool to get Phil Collins in. So they did. And they brought Phil Collins in. And he's playing drums in that. That's a little cool fact. Where are we going to go to next? So that was a CD player. The vinyl's out of action. And it has been for a while, but I've been ignoring it till, this, till now. So where will I go next? I actually have no idea. I have no plan where I'm going to go next. Cause I, I, with these shows lately, because I'm so up to Oliver College, I very little have I been able to plan shows. I'm not, I'm no time because anytime I do have spare, I'm just doing work or I'm in work or I'm on campus or something with someone. So I, I never have time to write shows. So in the last two weeks, I bought on my friend Oren. Great shows. They're now available on Spotify if you want to listen to them. They're good crack. But now I'm by myself and I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. So what I am going to do is I'm going to play something fast, something up, something upbeat, something cool. I'm going to play this song. This is uh, Moonchild by Roy Galler. I suppose it's fitting because I always play... I bought the violin. I thought it's off Check, Check Shirt Wizard, which is a series of, uh, of, of vinyl... A series of performances he did in 1977. But this album is out in 2020. Uh, I, I suppose it's fitting because I, I, I used to always play Roy Galler almost every single week and, I, and you know the Beatles every single week. But I tried to dumb, dumb that down this semester. Obviously, I didn't do it with the Beatles as successfully as I wanted to do. But they did have a song come out in this time, so I can't be that mad. So this song is Moonchild, recorded on January 21st, 1977 in the Brighton Dome. Enjoy. <laughs>
Wow, wow, wow. That was Roy Gallagher with Moonchild, which came out in... Well, that, that was performed in 1977 in January, and that came out on the 2020 album Check Shirt Wizard. It's an amazing song. I genuinely... Roy Gallagher is... He's one of the greatest, man. He's up there. Tied number one for me with Jimmy Hendrix as one of the greatest guitarists of all time. I just... He's Irish. He was born in uh, Ballyshannon, County Donegal, but when he was very, very small, his parents moved down to Cork and he lived in Douglas for the rest of his life. Even when he got big, I think he moved down to as far away from Cork as he got was Kinsale when he was uh, really big, which just... He's a very humble guy. And you think of like how he was such a big name, but he never really got... Like, you know, he was never in with the big other name, but like the, Ro- the Rolling Stones tried to re- recruit him and put him behind Keith Richards. Like, that is such a waste of talent. Thankfully, he said no, though. And he kind of lived out his days in Ireland, happy out. He did his gigs. He did his uh, his albums. He made his music and he went away. And that's just, that's all you really want from an artist because he, he wasn't controversial at all. Everyone loved him. The crowds that, that he attracted were huge. He sold out everywhere his entire life because he was, he was, he was, he was, Roy Gallagher, even when my, in the 90s when he was past his best, but he was still unbelievable, one of the best in the world still. I remember my mom and dad said that they went to go see him in the 90s. And, uh, like, it wasn't, he wasn't 1977 pure, like, prime Roy Gallagher, but he was still Roy Gallagher. He still sold out the opera house every every now and then. And it's just, oh, he's so good. Him and George Harrison, I'm sad that, like, lifetimes never crossed over. George Harrison, he passed away. Hang on, how far away now? It's 11. How far away is April? November is 11. April is 4. 11 minus 4 is 7. So 7 months. So 7 months after George Harrison passed away, I was born. There's no overlap there, which is a bit sad. I'm saying with uh, 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 Roy Gallo, I would love to have gone back and and seen one of their concerts. Either concert for George, no, concert for Bangladesh, which had some amazing art. That had Bob Dylan and all them. Actually, I'm gonna play a Bob Dylan song left. next. This is, this is a song I've been looking to get looking to get at for a while. But that had uh, Bob Dylan. I had you can only get it on Spotify. I said it a few weeks ago because it was it was an in, in aid of a charity, it's in aid of Bangladesh, and it's delayed. You can only buy it, which means you can only get it on on uh, Apple Music. And honestly, my favorite all time version of Bob Dylan's song, "Just Like a Woman." is from that performance. Now, Bob Dylan gets no royalties from it, but I think it is by far and away his best performance of Just Like a Woman. So if you want to go looking for a good, some good Bob Dylan songs, go to that concert because he did five in a row. Like he did, he had a big chunk of the set which was dedicated to Bob Dylan and uh, he did such a good job. But I'm going to play a song off his Desire album which came out in 1976 and I do have the vinyl, not here with me, I forgot it at home, but this song is really weird and it's different. But I like it because it's different. This is One More Cup of Coffee. It's probably going to be the second last song I play on Vinyl and Vibe until next year. So enjoy.
that a bit different that was one more cup of coffee and then in parentheses valley below so it came to bob dylan in 1975 i believe when he was 34 it seems a metaphor of when he was leaving his wife uh like their marriage was failing but it can mean anything even bob dylan himself said valley below it can be anything but he was at a uh, gypsy he was in france and while he was there he went to a gypsy celebration and he said, quote, I'll never forget this one man. He played Russian roulette with five bullets in the chamber. And he said, any, any, anyway, things went on and it was time for me to go. They said, do you want anything, Bob? You're leaving us. And he just goes, I just asked for a cup of coffee. And they put it in a bag and they gave it to me. And he said, he said, and I quote, I was standing there looking at, out the ocean and I was like looking at the valley below where I was standing. Bit of a messed up quote there. I might not be completely right. But it's a bit, it's a bit fun. Uh, the song is just a bit different. I didn't, I, before researching the song, I didn't know it was about, it was about gypsies. Obviously, the word, the word gypsies appears in it, and there's, there's some weird lyrics in it. Like, uh, your voice is like a mellow, a meadow lark, but your heart is like an ocean, mysterious and dark. It's just, it's a cool song, and I had it. I actually uh, over the summer, I on New Year's exams when I discovered it. I was re-listening to the album and I was like, this song is cool. I've, and I, I put it on, it's so different, it's so different to everything I listened to and anything Bob Dylan. He, he didn't really go down the it again. So it's kind of like a once-off of Bob Dylan, but it's, 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 I'm glad I played it. I've been meaning to play it for a while. I've had it on many, many podcasts and I've played it now. Many playlists, I mean. So just over two minutes left. This is the, the last show for me until September. I thank you very much for listening. If you have been listening for the last... 10 weeks at least. This is show number 55, I believe. This song, this show should be on Spotify before the end of the day anyway. 
uh, I'll, go, I'll have to do when I go back when, I, when I'm done the show put it on a USB bring it back to wherever I am I have one lecture later uh, and then after the lecture I'm going to put it on play it listen to it in the background of work and then if I hear anything odd I'll take it out any gaps you know when I was loading the, the vinyl earlier that'll, that'll probably be taken out you probably wouldn't have noticed if you listen now on podcast. And then just, you know, the last song, when it cuts off at the hour, I have to put in the, the rest of the songs. I can't just leave it. So that, that, that's all the editing I really do. I don't put any filters on it. I don't like that when it comes to my, this podcast. I want this podcast to be real because I know in some podcasts, when they do, you know, some uh, shows, if they're done live on the radio and they were taken and recorded afterwards, there's a bit of polishing that needs to be done. And there's a bit of a radio sound on it. But I'm not a big fan of that. I kind of just like putting in putting it out as it is. Now it all just comes down to how you record. Like if you record it by recording a radio wherever you are, well that's obviously gonna sound like a radio. But if you record it from the source, like they do in in you know, in here you see ninety eight point three FM, well then you get a whole clean podcast. It's perfect. And I will be doing this again in twenty four, twenty five academic year, but not next year, sadly. And I'm I'm really sad about that. This is a show I've been dreading since the since like since we came back. But it's here now and we have to deal with it. So uh, please keep an eye out on my Instagram. It's uh, at the AJ Whelan, where I have some songs will be coming out over the next few weeks and I'll have a bit of everything coming out. And uh, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll be doing gigs the whole time. I'll be doing everything. Keep an eye on the Spotify for the podcast. Uh, that's for Vinyl and Vibe with AJ Whelan. Uh, this has been UCC 98.3 FM. My name is AJ Whelan and this was Vinyl and Vibes. This is uh, so long, this is not a goodbye. And I'm going to end now on a song I recently discovered called Can't Stand Me Now by The Libertines. It's their first ever song of their first album, but it sounds like they've been there the whole time. So I think it's fitting because I'm going to be here again. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.
Take you anywhere. I can take you anywhere.